Well, a great day to you. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. And you, it is your show here for the next 54, 55 minutes or so on EWTN Radio. I'm Jerry Usher along with Debbie Giorgiani. We have Matt, Ace, and Jeff, the show team in place. And Debbie, we're going to have, I think, a very interesting, lively, and informative discussion today. And you're probably going to wonder, how does this uh, weave into our spirituality? You'll see. You will see by the end of the show, just like Jerry promised that 55 minutes. So we're going to ask you to weigh in on this. You're going to start dialing the the phones. We know that. You're going to race to the phones. That's why we told Matt Kabinsky, get ready, Matt. Here we go. We're asking you today, are you a dog? Or cat person, and why? Ready? Go. 833-288-3986. You don't have to be Catholic to call in. Are you a dog or cat person, and why? Tell us. We want to know. 833-288-3986. Jerry, what yeah, do you Yeah, it's uh, the battle of the canines and the felines today. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm actually, I'm definitely a dog person, uh, as people should know, because, you know, my good boy Duke, who is, thanks be to God, in a very beautiful new home with a loving family. After I moved to Florida, I had to uh, leave him behind in California. Very difficult to do, but I saw him recently, and he's, he's doing very well, so I'm a dog person. But um, I think probably the reason I'm not so much a cat person is I have a mild allergy. My mother, if you spelled the word cat, she would start to sneeze and, and choke, and she, she was horribly allergic to cats so I got a little bit of that from her so maybe that's maybe that's part of it but I think just the way dogs interact with you versus cats I I'm I'm definitely a dog I come down on the side of a dog person Mm -hmm. very cool so are you a dog or cat person you heard uh, from Jerry Escher so now it's your your turn to call in phone lines are lighting up a dog or cat person and why we need the end why 833-288-3986. I have allergies to dogs and cats, um, but I, I've had two dogs. My my mom didn't want to have any pets because she had six kids, and she was like, that's enough. That's enough. We're not having any pets in the house. So we had, I had a rabbit, um, which I love rabbits, but um, I had a rabbit, and we've had fish and stuff like that. So when I uh, moved out of the house and started my own family, I had two dogs. Uh, first one was Taffy. She looked like saltwater Taffy. She was a beagle. She was so sweet. I lived uh, 16 years. And then, of course, Gracie, my Maltese, Grace, because uh, it's all about Grace. And um, she lived 14 years. And, Jerry, you got to meet her several times, and she mm-hmm. just loved you. Uh, well, she loved it. She loves every. She loved everybody. But she really really liked you a lot. She told me that. And uh, um, yeah, she was so smart. She was like a human being. And uh, so I'm kind of, I I lean on the dog side too, but I will tell you that I have, a lot of my friends have cats and um, my, one of my co-host of the spirit world, Adam Bly, he has cats and they are hilarious. They act like dogs. And so it, I, I'm starting to really like cats. So um, I just wanted to say that, and it's kind of interesting. So we're asking our wonderful Take Two family. You'll see how this um, kind of moves into our spiritual realm here of life. And so we will, and because uh, we actually did a show, our, have your pets warned you of something? You know, have they saved your life some, somehow? And so you see how it, it works into all of God's creation. So 833-288-3986, tell us if you're a dog or cat person and why. 
Well, we also did a show that came, became a two or three parter. Remember, a few years ago, have you had to put a beloved pet down? So we know how much our pets mean to us. Um, maybe you are a dog person. Maybe you're a cat person. Maybe you're a little bit of both. Maybe you have some of both. How do they interact with one another? We've also, I remember doing it. We did a show called How Do You See Yourself in Your Pet? And I, I, I think I came up with that topic because Duke, my dog Duke, reminded me so much of myself. He had been through some stuff, you know, some traumas and things, but, you know, was 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 really just thriving. And so I saw myself a lot in him. And so we're just asking you to take two family. Half the phone lines are taken up already, so that means we're going to get to some calls very quickly here. But that also means there's still a line open if you'd like to join the conversation by phone at 833 833- Two eight eight three nine eight six by email at take two at ewtn.com and on the show website take two show.com and hello those of you chatting on YouTube and Facebook Jeff Burson will check out what you're putting up there and pass some of those comments over to us as well when you when we did that show in the past when in when we were researching for that show didn't we uh, discover that uh, there was such a thing as like a transference of personality like the personality of the owner uh, tends to kind of transfer to the to the pet after a certain amount of time remember we discovered that in the research mm-hmm. i remember it was fascinating when we were doing the research for that show um but if anybody knows about that maybe you could um enlighten us a bit and uh, refresh our memories because jerry <laughs> jerry and i are getting older by the minute and um so uh we'd like to hear from you if you're a dog or cat person and why 833-288-3986 and it's pretty Pretty interesting. I think. I think, you know, celebrating God's all of God's creatures and really just watching them be authentically what God created them to be. I think is quite beautiful. Well, and we see, you know, uh, so many saints have had pets, animals. You know, the uh, tradition is, you know, Saint Dominic with what the Dalmatian, I think, and Saint Francis, of course, is on the feast of Saint. Pra- yeah, on the feast of Saint Francis. Um, the church often blesses our pets. So, yeah, they they play an important part in our lives, not just on a human level, but I think on a spiritual level as well. Having a dog or a cat or some other sort of pet really, I think, helps us practice love, really charity, patience quite often. I, I think especially with cats, right? Mm-hmm. That's what some people tell me. Being in the, it, in the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a lot of lot of tie-ins to our faith lives, but uh, we are going to hear from a lot of you. Lorraine, Matthew, Aiden, and Diana are already lined up. Hang on. If you're on the line there, we'll get to you. Matt Gabensky screening your calls at 833-288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. We're asking you today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie, are you a dog or cat person and why? You know, a lot of priests, a lot of pastors, a lot of uh, clergy and religious, they have pets. Um, they love having pets, and there's a reason for that as well. So if you're a clergy uh, member of, of um, maybe another uh, faith denomination, call in. Let us know how your pet has brought you uh, closer to the dog. The dogs or the cats, we want to know. 833-288-3986. And when we come back, Lorraine is first up here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Take two with Jerry and Debbie every day, a different topic, tying them all into our faith lives on a very relatable, personal, kind of a real life level. 
You can join us. Are you a dog or a cat person? And why? 833-288-3986. We will go to Lorraine, as Debbie said, right after I tell you about the EWTN Pro-Life Pulse. It's your weekly recap of the top pro-life headlines moving our nation and world. The mainstream media missed. And that is not uncommon for the mainstream media to either miss pro-life stories or just kind of misrepresent them or get them wrong. So very important program, EWTN Pro-Life Pulse. Just visit EWTNnews.com slash pro-life and sign up today and stay connected. Okay, as promised, Lorraine is up first from Chicago, Illinois on the EWTN app. Hi, Lorraine. Welcome. Hello. How you doing? Doing well. How Can about you? you? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm doing fine. I'm doing Good. fine. Well, I'm a dog more. Mm-hmm. Now, why is don't that? Don't do nothing for me. Cats don't I do anything for you. Uh, don't do nothing for me. Yeah. Dogs, you have fun with. You can play with them. You can yeah. take them for walks. I mean, they're just more fun to me. Yeah. Than the cat. I love mm-hmm. my dogs. Do you have, you have, so you have dogs right now, Lorraine, you say? Well, one dog died. In 2017, my other baby died this year in January. Mm. He was 18 years old. Oh, oh 18. Okay. So That's a long life. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I don't have no more dogs. I want another one. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love my dogs. And it was all small dogs. So, oh, sure. you like small dogs? dogs? Yes. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yes. I yes. want another dog too. If you were going to get another one, what would you get? Another small dog. Another, just a small. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. I can't get. I can't think of his name, but the one that just died in January was a pond unranger. So he was a small dog. Mm-hmm. But he was a bad self. He was a little bad dog. Mm-hmm. He was always trying to go after somebody. <laughs> yeah, he was a little bad dog. Well, you know, I we talk about. Dog how you know dogs and animals and pets relate to our spiritual lives you know I, I my dog duke just showed up on my inside my locked courtyard in 2017 lorraine the day the morning after the evening i had decided to get a dog he was in there he couldn't have gotten in there by himself so i know it was totally from god but i bring it up because I, I actually was going to go to a, a Clear the Shelters day a week from that day and pick out a medium, me, probably a medium-sized dog. I wanted a lab or, you know, maybe a small husky or something, and God decided that I needed a small dog like you like. So that's what I got. He was about mm-hmm. 10 pounds. Yeah, tiny Still little is. dog. Yeah. He got a little heavier, though, as he got more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Lorraine, you're awesome. Thank you so much Thank for you, being Lorraine. first on Take Two. We appreciate it. Okay, we're going to move to Florida, the great state of Florida. Matthew, Sirius XM 130. Hi, Matthew. Hi, good afternoon. How are you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Thank you, Matthew. Uh, yes, uh, so we're de- or me and my wife, we're definitely dog people. We have like a pack of golden retrievers, but... uh the whole reason why we're dog people is, you know, we watch the movie, All Dogs Go to Heaven. And then the second one, you know where the, the cats go. So we don't make the choice, you know. <laughs> all joking, all joking. <laughs> how many, uh, how, yeah, many how, are, many? how many? dogs are in a pack, Matthew, yeah. in your case? Uh, we have five golden. Five golden retrievers. Did you awesome. say you have five golden retrievers? <laughs> yes. 
how big is your land? I mean, where do they go? Because remember that movie? What was it? Mar- was it Marley or something? The one with Jennifer Aniston? Oh, I can't think of the name of it. It was. Um, it's a famous. It's um. It's um. A, a, um Marley and me. Yeah, that's it. Marley and me. Thank you, Ace McKay. So he, they had this tiny house and that dog took over the whole house. What do you do? Did, are the dogs inside, outside? Well, it's inside, outside, uh, or they, they stay inside mostly, but we, they have a whole playground outside. And, uh, uh, we have, we have four children, one go to each room with each, uh, and we have two in our room. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that must be a fun house. Do you have kids too, Matthew? Yes, four children. Yeah. Well, Matthew, I'm going to put you on the spot. Debbie does this when people call in who have big families with kids. Um, I'm going to ask you to name, can you name your five dogs for us? <laughs> All right. It's uh, Sophie, Charming, Sadie, Daisy, and Miko. Okay. Aww. There you go. Are they brothers and sisters? <laughs> Mostly. Uh, that's my wife. Hi. Uh, hi. Uh, we're uh, holding retriever breeder. So oh. the males are not related, but all the females are related. Um, I have great grandma, grandma, and then moms of the current litters that I've had in the last couple of years. Fantastic. Okay, God that's bless cool. You. That is cool. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, you're bringing joy into a lot of people's <laughs> lives. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Matthew yeah. and uh, and wife. Thank you so much yeah. for, wow. Beautiful. You ever what had five dogs family. in your home, Debbie? I think it would be cool to visit Matthew's home. I really do. <laughs> I think that would be a lot of fun. Okay, you guys, take care. Thanks. You sound a like a beautiful day. couple, beautiful yeah. family. What, what an amazing call. Yeah, the, the name of the movie, everybody's sending in text messages now. It's Marley and Me. That was that okay. movie. Did you ever see that movie? It's a hilarious I movie. Uh-uh. Oh, the dog was just like out of control. You know, mm. it would start going crazy when there was a thunderstorm. Or Did Duke ever go nuts with a thunderstorm? Oh, yeah, with, with thunder. Yeah, definitely. Thunder and lightning. He would, really? he would really start barking, yeah. Yeah, Gracie um, just kind of looked out the window, and she just would, would be like, wow, this is interesting. Oh, what's that? <laughs> yeah, she would. <laughs> She would. She was so. She was such an observer, a big observer. Okay, we have an open phone line. Matthew just freed up a phone line. If you'd like to tell us if you're a dog or cat person and why, eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six, and we'll go to Aiden. And Aiden is in Monroe, Michigan, on Holy Family Radio. Hi, Aiden. Hi. Uh, how are you guys doing? <laughs> Great. How about you, Aiden? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing actually really good. Um, yeah, we. I'm a dog person. My family's always been a dog person. We've uh, had three dogs. Um, two of them were actually, well, one of them was a beagle mix. Uh, another one was a pure beagle. And our last, most recent one uh, we had, who, and unfortunately we had to give up, but um, he was a pit mix with a, uh, a pit mix with a boxer. Hmm. Wow. That sounds like a fascinating combination. Yeah, beagles. Yeah. Beagles are very smart, and they love to run oh, around. Yeah. Didn't you? Didn't you love the beagles? I thought beagles were great. Oh yes, our mm-hmm. first one, Kipper. He was he was absolutely a, a treasure. He did not bark whatsoever. I mean, he would only you know kind of howl or you know whine whenever he was kind of left, like you know uh, just kind of not ha- 
paid any attention to sometimes. He he was an attention seeker sometimes, but you know, we we loved him. Um we you know, we took care of him and a lot they took him on lots of walks, but he was very much a homebody. Like he got too comfortable I'd say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, there you go. It does show how animals and pets are sometimes alike. Because I've known, I've known people, probably even myself, who howl when I don't get enough attention. <laughs> <laughs> so too funny. Right. Aiden, yeah. thank thank you so much. Thank you for gracing this conversation today, and we appreciate the uh, contribution. Um, so we got. We, I'm keeping a list right here of all. We, I haven't. We haven't had one cat lover yet. Well, actually, yeah, we can go to social media, watching okay, the video stream go. on YouTube. Hi, you folks there. Hi, guys. And Facebook as well. Come on, get, get your comments going there on YouTube and Facebook. On YouTube, Sean says, I love my cats, but I'm more of a dog person. He says, at least my dogs don't try and, quote, help me while I'm making rosaries. <laughs> I guess the cats try to help him. He yeah. says, yes, I build rosaries. And I guess his cats try to get in there and help him yeah. do that, which got to count the number of beads on every decade on your rosary if the cats get in the way. Yeah, cats are very one. smart. They're very mm-hmm. wise. They're wise in that area. Um, did you see Anna Marie? Yeah, go ahead. Well, I love German Shepherds. I've raised and trained them for the last 27 years, Anna Marie has done. On YouTube, my profile picture is my dog, Snickers. Um, Loyal, loving leaders is how I would describe my dogs. Mm. Loyal, loving leaders. Yeah, beautiful. And I understand German Shepherds are very loyal, very, very loyal. We had a German Shepherd uh, next door growing up, and she was very loyal to the the owners. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, you see a lot of beautiful traits in our animals and our pets. Yeah. We're asking yeah. you today, are you a dog or a cat person today? Take two with Jerry and Debbie and you. Don't forget that part. The show only happens when you call 833-288-3986. We will go next to Colorado. Diana, listening on Catholic Radio Network. Hi there. Hi, Diana. Oh, hi, Debbie and Jerry. How are you? Doing all right. How's your day going? It's going good, thanks. I've called before. But um, I actually had to laugh, Debbie, when you said your mom and dad said there was enough children so you didn't have any dogs or cats. Because mm-hmm. my mom and dad said the same thing. I'm the oldest of five, now four. One of us, well, my brother passed away a few, mm-hmm. almost 10 years ago now, next month. Mm-hmm. But um, I just had to laugh at that. But we have um, our two boys. Well, one son is married, and they have a dog and a cat, which is kind of comical when we video chat with them. And then our other son has a cat. So I like both, but I probably prefer dogs a little more. Dogs, yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting because you're one of five, I'm one of six. And, and um, you know, I understand that our, our parents, they felt that there was enough um, you know, people in the home and enough uh, in that, that, that was vying for their attention and stuff like that. But I, I will tell you though, Diane, when I look back on that, I'm, I'm a little bit, 
um, bummed out because I would have loved to have had a pet because I was the youngest of six. And I, and there was a, um, a six and a half year span between me and my, my, uh, my, my older brother that's right above me in the lineup. And, um, when they all left the house, I was all alone. So then to go, well, all alone with my parents, but you know, all alone as a, as a child. Right. And I really went from a lot of noise in the house to a lot of quiet very quickly. And that can be hard, an adjustment. Did that happen to any of your siblings? Or, or where do you rank in the family? The oldest. Um, we're all really close. Like my sister and I, she's the next um, youngest or next oldest, whatever you say. It's myself and my sister. She's like 15 months to the day. And then we're all like, I don't think there's anybody more than two years apart. There's okay. only seven years between me and my youngest brother. Okay. And I had three brothers after that, after a mm-hmm. sister. So you kind so of I don't travel know. together. I've, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I think we wanted a pet when we were younger. I, can't, I can't, honestly can't remember, you know. we Yeah, so we never did have any pets. My dad was a firefighter, and they taught dancing lessons on the side, my mom and dad ballroom dancing, and they my dad painted on his days off, so he was really busy. They were really busy. Awesome. Well, we're sorry you lost your brother, Diana. If you want to give us his first name, if you're comfortable doing that, we'll add him and you and all of your family in our prayer book, which is prayed for by the Take-Two family around the world every day. Oh, that would be great. Yes, his name was Patrick. Okay. Patrick. Okay. Yeah, so it'll be 10 years next month. And then, mm-hmm. actually, my mother-in-law, would you want to put her name in the book? Sure. Sure. just died about seven weeks ago. Mm. Mm. What's her name? Um, it was Jan. Jan, okay. Mm-hmm. Are your so parents are your parents still with us, Diana? No, unfortunately, my mom died pretty young, and my dad died. Yeah, they're both deceased. I put your whole family in the book, Diana, again, because you've called you've called before. I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, everybody that calls take two. I, they're already in the book because we keep the books going. But then I I add I add to them. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Have a blessed day, Diana. Thank you for blessing ours. Margaret in Houston, listening on the EWTN app, talking about being a dog or a cat person. Margaret, welcome. Hi. Hi. Glad you joined us. I love us. both of them. I I couldn't possibly choose between one or the other. I love both cats and dogs. They're, they are just such interesting little creatures in their own ways, and, and the different breeds and the different temperaments, and uh, I just... God is just a marvel. He, he, he loves variety, and he's given us um, such wonderful, wonderful little creatures to, uh, to have in our lives, share our lives with. Um, my question, though, is, has to do with something I came across uh, when I was looking into religious life. Um, by, it was written by um, St. Alphonse Liguori, and he was railing against religious women for having pets. Hmm. Because their their uh, charism in coming into a consecrated life was to uh, to leave all of those things uh, behind, and he said they were using them as substitute children, and and the attachments were inappropriate, and he was he was admonishing them to to not own pets, and I was wondering if that's still if that's something that religious orders still follow. I, I think I've heard that there are some orders that have that I do have pets. 
I don't know if they're individualized pets or if it's just something, you know, like maybe a watchdog at the monastery or something like that. But I was wondering if anyone else had, had heard that and, and uh, whether that was, my memory was correct. Hmm. I, I hadn't heard that before. Um, I, I would see personally no problem with it as long as, you know, the, the religious sisters or brothers, for that matter, you know, treat the animal as something that they're detached from. You know, they, they don't have personal ownership of it. It's, it kind of belongs to the entire community because that's what they do. They have everything in common. And I do. I have, I have known religious sisters. Debbie, you probably have, too, who have had pets before. So. I, don't think, I think yeah. it depends on the orders and and yeah. and the, what they choose. What to, their work and charisms yeah. on and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and the charism of that order and what they choose to accept and give up. But that's interesting, Margaret. I'm going to look that up after the show. Thank you so much for contributing today, and we'll be right back on take two with Jerry and Debbie. We would love to welcome you to the program today. It is live on this. Thursday, November 16th. Jerry and Debbie on take two with you, 833-288-3986. Are you a dog person or a cat person or both? And uh, we were talking a little bit off the air during the break uh, pertaining to the last call. Margaret's call. uh, Yeah, Margaret's Mm -hmm. call about uh, uh, Mm -hmm. religious communities, uh, whether they can have uh, pets or not. And uh, St. Alphonsus Liguori apparently said that that probably should not happen just because the uh, the full surrender of of every possession in your life to the Lord. And that's that's a beautiful thing. But I think a lot of communities... uh, probably do have some animals. In fact, I found one online. There's a story in Alatea, and this was published on November 16th, actually, so not that long ago. And it's a Wisconsin group of religious sisters who have a barn full of horses, Debbie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And it says, at Merciful Heart of Jesus Farm, the sisters provide animal therapy along with prayer, classes, and spiritual direction to children and adults suffering trauma. Isn't that beautiful? Did you say November 16th of a different year? That's the same day as today. Um, well, then it must have been published today because it doesn't have the wow. year on it. But, well, yeah. It's okay, that day. is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds of that, of finding that? That's incredible. Yeah. Um, I was I had a little bit of a, a frog in my throat, so I couldn't uh, um, fully answer Margaret. But I have read stories about it, depending on the order of nuns, especially nuns, on, and what they, what they vow and their vows of poverty and all sorts of things. And it, and, and it goes in line with what you're saying, Jerry, about detachment and, and all that and part of their their commitment to the Lord. There's some orders that are more strict than others in that area when it comes to um, owning things and pets and stuff like that. So, and then, but this sounds like a therapy. They do some mm-hmm. ministry and therapy. Um, so it's really fascinating. But I will say something. I just want to go back to what M- Margaret was saying about St. Alphonsus. Liguori, you know, a lot of the saints, uh, depending on at the time that they lived and what they were involved in in ministry work and their vocation, it's interesting because uh, when I did my research on angels, of course, you have to go to the saints and all the church um, fathers and and doctors of the church because they, they help to shape the theology of angels. And it's very interesting 
how some were more strict than others of the saints, depending on what time and and what era and what generation and what um, century they lived in, right? And and so much so that to this day, there's certain saints that can't agree on certain things. So... Mm. You know, it's it's very individual when it comes to things like that. So I just find that fascinating. But I'm going to look that up after the show because I, I, I thought what Margaret had to say um, is worthy of definitely going into it and look at, looking into what St. Alphonsus Liguori had to say about it. Yeah, it's a fascinating article. Uh, they asked, why do the sisters work with animals, especially horses? Mother Mary, Mary Veronica said, I believe God wants us to. And listen, he inspired me to do so. When I gave up everything, I meant it. And I was quite willing to never do anything with animals again. But that didn't appear to be God's will, and it's very fruitful. So see, she, a lot of times, the thing is, God will bring things back into our lives sometimes. I call it like our Isaac moment. You know, Abraham was willing to sacrifice Isaac, and at the last minute, God gave Isaac back to Abraham. And I think when we're generous with God and say, God, I'm going to give up everything, including this, that, or the other thing that's very, very dear to me that I'm very attached to, God may or may not bring that back into our lives someday, but it sounds like it did for, he did for Mother Mary Veronica. Okay, that's a show, what you just described there. So, Margaret, I'm going to put a star next to your call and your name because you just um, prompted and sparked a show for a a future show for 2024, and our producer, Ace McKay, is making a note of it right now. So that's fascinating. So when you give up everything, let go of everything, detach, God has a way of bringing those things back that are going to be fruitful and part of our lives, and that's what it sounds like with these religious sisters. Wow. See, yeah, this just, is just, why I love this show. One, one other quick uh, comment that Mother Mary Veronica made. She said, Sister Lucia and I are participants in the animal therapy program. God has always taught me through animals, and he's working on my conversion and healing through the animals still. We are both learning lessons through working with the animals. You wanted to talk about a tie-in with God on today's program. I think that's a perfect, yeah, it's providential that we found this article. Yeah, and all, all because of Margaret's call from Houston. Way to go, Margaret. Yeah. You're amazing. Okay, this is how this show works. It's very organic. Okay, let's hear what Deb has to say. A first-time caller from Ottawa, Kansas on Catholic Radio Network. Hi, Deb. Hi, how are you today? Great, how are you? I'm great. I'm actually driving home, so I I listen to your program. I've never heard it before, so it's very nice. Thank you. Oh, thank you. We hope you continue to listen. Yeah. Um, I I am an animal lover, period. I love all animals. Um, I was raised with dogs. My kids were raised with dogs, cats, guinea pigs, hamsters, uh, birds, snakes, you name it. We had it in our house. I was the mom who said, when they said, can we have it? I said, sure, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we, you know, it was a good way for my kids to learn responsibility and and really unconditional love because that is something that you get from animals. Um, you know, we, we uh, had two cats when my kids were growing up and they're still living. And my son took one and my daughter took the other and they're 19 and 17. And they they loved those animals so much that when they moved out on their own, they said, Mom, can we take them? And I said, of course. They love you. You love them. You can have them. Mm. So 
I'm I'm now the mother of uh, three poodles, and uh, two of them are standards, and one is a toy. And uh, one of the standards is a rescue that came from a puppy mill, and he is 75 pounds. He's as tall as I am when he stands on his back legs, and the most loving, sweet dog I've ever had, and I've had dogs my whole life. Um, and I think rescues are just something special. I think they're, they're, they understand what, where they came from and how good they have it. Yeah. I can't imagine my life without an animal. Yeah. Well, you mentioned a, quite a wide variety that you've had, Deb, over the years. You mentioned, you know, dogs, cats, guinea pigs, hamsters, birds, snakes. Was there ever a pet that you, maybe your kids asked you if they could bring home that you said no, or was the answer always yes? It was always yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good for you. I just wanted to comment on what you said about rescue animals. I completely agree with you, Deb. Um, all of the rescue animals that I have um, known or have been in my extended family or neighborhood, you can tell they have an uh, internal sense of gratitude for being uh, saved. In fact, I get I get emotional because I actually think of Duke, uh, Jerry. And um, when you first brought when you first brought uh, brought Duke into your family, Jerry, um, in your home, um, that dog was so timid and so afraid. And you could see uh, Deb with the love that Jerry showed the dog. The dog came alive. He got he got heavier. <laughs> he physically, you know, he got a little. He was so. T I remember when Marty and I first saw him. We thought we don't even think this dog is going to make it. He just looked so weak, and and with love and comfort and safety, he got he got a little bit chunky, and and he and he got a little more. Um, confident and he would even um had a different uh, disposition and he even would would sit up straighter the confidence in him it was so beautiful to watch so i completely agree with you deb and all the more reason why we should go to the pound and try to rescue as many of god's creatures as possible what do you say to that deb oh absolutely absolutely and you know people who haven't had pets in their lives in fact my husband never had pets growing up loves our dogs more than I do you know mm. I mean he's like I can't believe I grew up without this kind of love in my home you know I mean not that he didn't have love in his home of course sure. he did but but having a pet it, it's just it's different you know it's, yeah. it's an unconditional love and it's really a I think a positive healthy thing for kids to experience that growing up. I, I just think it's so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the other element you mentioned too, Deb, responsibility. You know, let's keep that in mind too, how important that is. You know, when you're teaching your kids, you know, as they're growing up, they have to learn, you know, to feed and bathe care. and care for mm -hmm. and walk and all these things. And those are valuable lessons, you know, that they will, that will translate into uh, God willing, you know, being, having the ability to do that with other people and maybe even, you know, with their own children when they become adults. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Deb, we think you're awesome. Welcome to the thank Take you. Two family. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You have a wonderful day. God bless. God bless you, too. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That line Deb was on is available, 
288-3986. Real quick phone call gets you into the conversation today about are you a dog or a cat person or both or all animals? What's your take on this topic today? 833-288-3986. So I know we, you found a nice, beautiful um, home for Duke, and so I don't want to get you emotional, but do you remember the first time you sent me a picture of Duke where he finally felt very comfortable and he took over your recliner and Mm -hmm. and he was sitting there and you could just tell like he owned the recliner it was hilarious and you sent me the the picture and you're like okay duke's comfortable duke's i guess he's feeling feeling at home (laughs) yeah he would lay there and cross one one paw over the other you know just Mm -hmm. like kind of like i'm 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 in control here this is my spot now yeah i still have that picture that is a hilarious picture that should be on the front of like a greeting card or something i think that's hilarious Okay, let's hear what Rose has to say in central Kansas on Divine Mercy Radio. Hi, Rose. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. What's your take on this topic, Rose? Well, when I was growing up, I grew up on a farm. So we had lots of cats, and we always had a dog. But they were not necessarily our cats. They were just the farm animals. But... We did have pets. One time we had a pet raccoon, and one time we had a pet skunk. And that made life kind of interesting. But cats and dogs are fine. I I don't have any now, but they're just fine. Okay, I'm... Go ahead, Deb. I'm, I was just going to ask a question, Rose. I'm just curious. I was probably going to ask the same thing. Yeah, you had a pet <laughs> skunk. I yeah. mean, how is that possible? Didn't it spray you? <laughs> Uh, one time it did, yes. Yeah. Wow. Only because, only because I scared it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I would think the rest of the time um, the, the animal probably feels comfortable, safe, you know, secure, mm-hmm. and not yeah. threatened. Yeah. But what if you just startled it by accident? Well, sounds like <laughs> sounds like she did one time. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's hilarious. Would... Huh? Go yeah. ahead. Then you would add it. Yeah, yeah. What was the name of the skunk? Well, we didn't we didn't really name our pets. They they were just just animal farm pets. So oh, farm, we, farm we didn't animal. have names. Okay. okay. But we had a rac- raccoon that got when it was very small, and it lived with us, and it would eat clean out the end of a watermelon just as slick as could be. Uh, to find an apple core in the wastebasket and go into the bathroom and wash it off before you eat it. And then when he got big enough, then we just let him go and he lived out in the wild. Then, interesting. That yeah. is fascinating. You must have, you had a really cool life growing up. That must have been fun to think back of all those memories, huh, Rose? Oh, the farm life was the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I've read too. Cause that's why we love the stories like little house in the prairie and stuff, because it just seems so rich with all sorts of experiences, you know, and it doesn't, it seems like every day can be something a little bit different, which is really quite beautiful. That's so true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much, Rose, from Central Kansas. Thanks for the call. Keep listening to Divine Mercy Radio. Support them if you can with your Mm -hmm. prayers and maybe a little gift when they come on the air and have a pledge drive or let you know that they're listener-supported like all of our affiliates are. 
And there's fall pledge drives happening all around the country, and winter pledge drives are coming right up right around the corner. So um, here's um, something we want you to highlight, EWTN News Nightly with Tracy uh, Sable, uh, weeknights 9 Eastern on EWTN Radio and TV. Join Tracy Sable for the Catholic News Perspective on top stories and reports from around the world. A really great show, EWTN News Nightly. So check it out, folks. Okay. 833-288-3986. Back to the phones to Minnesota we go. We welcome Elizabeth listening on Real Presence Radio. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi. Um, I wasn't sure whether I was going to call in or not, but... Um, <laughs> I'm glad you did. Thanks. Um, well, I uh, might be a cat person because I've dreamed about cats, but... I've don't think I've ever dreamed about dogs that I recall. So. Wow. But and I, when you dream about cats, are they just in the background, or are they part of the, the dream image, or what? Well, um, <laughs> they're part of the dream. Um, mm. I was just dreaming about some cute cats the other day. Oh. Um, oh. So I love that. So it's a ha- it's a happy it's a happy dream and happy and a, dream yeah yeah I love that. Did you have cats growing up or something, or did you um, watch a movie about cats or something? Well, we I have we have had some cats and uh, some kittens. Mm-hmm. So, and, yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. I think that's kind of cool. Maybe yeah. this is the Holy Spirit prompting you to get another one, Elizabeth. What do you think? I'm not sure about that. But. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. Still, you know, it's it's beautiful. You have those dreams, and, and they're happy dreams, too. They're so. happy dreams, yeah. I yeah. love that. I love that. And, you know, I think that's, that again, that, that celebrates God's creatures and his creation, and I think it's wonderful. Way to go, Elizabeth. You weighed in for the cat side. I love that. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Have a great day. God Thank bless you. you. Yeah. That was beautiful. Okay, we're going to go to Bob. Bob is a a first-time caller, Jerry, from Lancaster, Ohio, on St. Gabriel Radio. Hi, Bob. Well, hi. How are you? Thanks for your work. Okay. Thank thank you, you. sir. Thank you. So tell us, cats, dogs, what? Well, dogs, but I sometimes, uh, I mean, growing up, you, you have a pet and you love it. But I also remember young in the Catholic education uh, somewhere I heard uh, we cannot love uh, in the same capacity as we do humans, and I see people sometimes to the point where, uh, you know, I just have my own personal, like a glitch, where I see people treating animals in a way that, yeah, I wish they would treat humans that way, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Do you want me to say something real quickly? Sure, real quickly ahead. about yeah. life coaching, because Jerry and I were, were we were kind of competing for answering this, because in life coaching, we deal with this all the time, Bob, and a lot of times people will go to dogs or cats when they have been really hurt by human beings, really wounded. And so um, the dogs and cats have stepped in and have helped um, to heal and to support that, that feeling of loss or emotional need. And, and I... I agree with you. You have to keep it in balance. Absolutely. Um, but, but I will tell you that, uh, that emotional support 
the, um, and not necessarily getting like a license or certificate that it's an emotional support pet or dog, but that, that quote unquote emotional support of a dog or cat really can help heal, um, and sustain a person, especially when they're feeling very lost or broken. So we, we've, we've seen that a lot in, in the coaching work we do, but I understand what you're saying. I mean, it, it got, it gets a little strange to me when I see, um, when I see people at restaurants and they actually almost look like they're dining for two and, and one of them is a dog, it's a little strange. Um, and so that to me is a little off, but, but that's, you know, Hey, people are doing what they're doing. So what do you say to that, Bob? I say that you're correct that, uh, I see the same thing. And I, I think it's more or less like, yeah, I wish they would just treat maybe human beings as well as I see them treat dogs. Or cats, even cats for that matter, too. So, but you know, I, I agree they have to have the emotional support. So, uh, we're on the same page there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, it's interesting you said that because I think if you were to ask them, they would want to give people that same type of love and care. They just don't want to get hurt anymore. People are people get hurt, and and when you get wounded, sometimes it's so deep, and then and cats and dogs can't hurt you like that, and so um, they feel safer with them. So it's an interesting thing. I'm just glad God created uh, dogs and cats for that reason, and horses too, and other animals that that can really be a support. I totally Any fi- agree. Yeah. Any final words on that, Bob? Uh Everybody be kind to your animals, too. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Bob. Great. You're a first-time caller today, but be a second, third, and fourth-time caller somewhere down the road. You know, where it crosses the line for me, and I, I probably wouldn't, hopefully I wouldn't get a lot of pushback on this, is when people leave, like, their whole estate to their animals or something. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's been done by a lot of people. I understand even Oprah I understand that an article, an article I saw a couple, that was written a couple of years ago has left a lot of millions to her uh, pets. Mm-hmm. Leona Helmsley was a great, you know, famous mm-hmm. example of mm-hmm. that. Um, somebody in Germany left $80 mm-hmm. million dollars to their German shepherd. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I don't know, there, there probably is some provision that once the dog dies, that money's yeah. going to go somewhere, but... But but on the same line, in in the same vein, um, when you when you read their stories, they 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 too have been wounded, and their animals filled an emotional need. So yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting when you look at it. Yeah, from a not psychological being standpoint. Critical necessarily, just it just kind of you know yeah. kind of catches my attention when you see that, and you go hmm. Right. I know. Cause it's not real. It's not really balanced because, you know, there's, there's people that need help. You know, there's the homeless and, and those that are, you know, look at the unborn. We need to be giving money there, you know, to protect yeah. the unborn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I Anne agree is with a you. Fir- yeah. Anne is a first time caller in Hunt, Texas, listening on the Guadalupe radio network. Hello, Anne. Welcome to our conversation. Hello. How are you? Great. You? I'm just fine. Thank you. Good. Go right ahead. I had an aunt who lived in Southern Illinois. She uh, was retired and in good shape, except she, you know, had her, she was getting deaf and et cetera. Anyway, she lived by herself and her house was on the property line. And her neighbor's house was also on their property line. And every morning the dog would walk the cat over to Aunt So's house, let the cat in, 
and it, uh, you know, in the evening, he would come get the cat, scratch on the door. She would let the cat out, and they would go home. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that the most wonderful story? I, yes. I had to stop and tell you all that because I've, I've had it for about 20 years, and it's just so beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah, kind of a real-life, modern-day flipper or lassie, you know, very smart, very smart animals. I just think it's incredible how God um, created these these wonderful creatures, and they're authentically being the the fullest of, of themselves, right? And and when they do these extraordinary things, or they have these patterns or these habits, and and they seem it seems so um, human in in so many in so many ways. It's it, you just sit there and marvel at God at God's design, right? And I, I just I love that story. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. Thank you, Anne. We're going to go to Minnie, also in Texas. Minnie has tuned in on Sirius XM 130. Got about 90 seconds, Minnie, but we see you've got a beautiful story to tell us. Go ahead. Well, I guess I'm a dog and cat person. I grew up a farmer's daughter. We had lots of animals. But then my husband and I, we live out on the farm, and that also. And I, as I was telling the screener, um, Right now, I have three Pyrenees, I have a Blue Healer, and I have a little Maltese in the house. And um, I have a cat in the house also. I have cattle and everything. When my children were growing up, we milked a cow twice a day. My husband did. And uh, anyway, her name was Brownie. We cried when she uh, succumbed after 19 years, but... You know, it was we did the milk and butter thing with her, but I mean, we loved her. We loved everybody. Everybody has to get along, and and that and the story I think I was telling was the healer saved my husband three times from wow. being bitten by a rattlesnake and that. Wow. That also, and my husband passed away two years ago. It took four weeks from that for. Uh, Blue, which was her name, and for her to decide he was not coming home and that I was going to be her person. Mm. So that being said, uh, she now just is like glue to me. But wow. she has definitely, not only was she a pet, she was his savior. Wow, that is amazing. And not, not that surprising. We've talked about that on this show and others in the past, so... Thank you. I wish we had time more for you to flesh that out. And Carmen and the others, I wish we had time to get to you on our dog or cat person and why on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie today. Tomorrow is all about relationships, so we hope that you will be able to join us for that. In the meantime, I want to thank, as always, our show team, Jeff Burson, monitoring social media. Ace McKay is our producer on the controls. Matt Gabensky screened your calls today. Thank you, affiliates, for carrying the program. Until we talk again tomorrow, have a most beautiful and blessed day. St. Joseph, please pray for us.